Hey, it's John Williams. If your home struggled to stay warm this winter, then you know it's going to be hot this summer. Maybe it's those old leaky windows and doors. Call Next Door and Window, the company we hired. Right now, you'll get buy one, get one 30% off, plus 18 months of interest-free financing. So call 1-800-NEXT-DOOR right now. That's 1-800-NEXT-DOOR or go to 1-800-NEXTDOOR.COM. Podcasts. It's like radio. But it's not on the radio. In general, just offensively, I, I I know that we have the pieces and and everything, and we just we haven't had that one game where it's just been four quarters of just um, fireworks. You know, it just hasn't happened. Well, back to the old drawing board. WGN Radio presents Hogan Johns. It's tough. You know, we're just we're going through one of those uh, those tough deals, and so we want to we want to uh, try to be better. Second down and ten. Trubisky slides left throws. Tipped and intercepted. Get the ball to Brown, and Brown takes it in for a Rams touchdown. With WGN's Adam Hogue. Oh, no! We suck again! And from The Athletic, Adam Johns. They were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Obviously a disappointing loss for us. You know, it had nothing to do with effort. Our guys played hard, but just, uh, you know, in the end, seven points isn't enough. you got to score more points than that to uh, to win, and, and we didn't do that tonight. Here they are. Oh, goody! The Adams. I mean, you suck like you've never sucked before. Hogan Johns. Well, frankly, that is kind of the reality right now. The Bears certainly... I think you can say it. Sucked against the Rams. <laughs> and this whole season... Man, yeah. It is, it's, it, the season is over. Yeah. It, it, there's just Officially. Not officially. Not officially. Well, but, yeah. As close to official as possible. We have, what, six more games left to cover? Daniel Jones is coming to town, my friend. <laughs> get excited. To play Chase get ex- Daniel? Get excited. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Chase Daniel lost to the Giants last year. He did. That was a wild game. If they lose to the Giants, a whole new level of suckage next week. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome in. This is our post-game episode from Los Angeles. The Bears lose, and they did so in uh, just a Bears way tonight. There's a, there's a lot to get to, but... I guess we need to start with the injury to the starting quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. We will do so. You can follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns. Our post-game reaction up, WGNRadio.com and the Athletic, the Athletic app. And we appreciate you rating and reviewing the podcast as we're bringing this really late-night edition from Los Angeles. Where we're no longer in the stadium. No, we actually this. I don't think we've ever done one back at the hotel, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Looking at LAX, where we're, where we'll be in a couple hours. Yep, back on the way home. All right. So, um, Mitch suffered a hip injury, and there seems to be some confusion on when it happened and when the head coach knew it happened and how the whole thing was handled during the game. Yeah. Not good. Not, Not good, good whatsoever. Um, I do believe he has a hip injury. I, okay, when you when you say injury, usually that qualifies some type of severity. Maybe he's just banged up. 
So as John Fox would say, you're either uh, it's an owie or an injury. Oh, I think it's more, I think it's more than an owie. But it's an old football coach question: Are you hurt or are you injured? Yes, yes. Um, but I do believe this: if he was playing well through that injury, he would not. He would still be playing. He would not have been pulled. Fair, right? Well, that yeah, because he and and, and I think he seemed to know it. Does well, that make sense to you? That, that's what I'm getting at. Well, he said it happened at the end of the second quarter. Yes. And he was evaluated at halftime, and he came out, and he played well. And the first drive of the third quarter, they scored a touchdown. And then the three or three to the next four possessions, they had three and outs. A bad option play. But, yeah, it, two things on that. Why does the head coach not know if the, the quarterback is getting evaluated at halftime? I guess it wasn't maybe a thorough examination. It would be my best guess, but the head coach should be well aware of who's looking at his quarterback. If the if the quarterback gets evaluated by a trainer at any point in game, the The head head coach coach should know. know. Yeah, especially when the head coach is the offensive play call. Yes, look, and I get there's conversations that happen all the time that are almost fleeting. On the sideline, it's pretty chaotic down there. I get that things are are pretty topsy turvy. I, I understand that, but. To to hear that Nagy found out, like just he has used the words of a few possessions possessions before he pulled him. They ever go and told him a few possessions before he pulled him that like this is what Mitch is going through. Yeah, it's not good. So that at the earliest would put it late in the third quarter. Yes, yes. Um, potentially, Heck, maybe he told him after that bad option play. Well, and that's I think that option play is crucial in this conversation. So let's recap. And by the way, we will play both Nagy and Trubisky so you guys can hear it and make your own conclusions. But the facts of what were said, at least what were said to us in the post game, is that Nagy came out, he talked first, and he said that it was a few possessions before he was pulled that he was aware of the injury. And then he clarified later, he said one or two possessions. So it's somewhere in the late third, early fourth quarter, he becomes aware, and he specifically mentioned Dave Vergroen telling him. Why that's not coming from a trainer or a doctor, I don't know. That's a different question. But then Mitch Trubisky comes out and says... It happened. It definitely happened on the last drive of the second quarter, and, there, and he was evaluated at halftime. Yes, and there was a sack. Remember that sack we talked about? You tweeted about it, then yeah. I retweeted you with a comment where he got kind of twisted, and he, if you look downfield, there's like nobody open, nobody's coming yeah. back to him, nobody's going downfield. All your scramble rules are apparently not in effect for the Bears on that play. That's a whole new Yes, yes. We, we could get into that later this week, but... That's the play where he gets kind of twisted and turned, thrown to the ground, third to last play of the first half, and that's it. Goes into to the locker room, gets evaluated. Go on, sorry. Well, so it just, I, I, one of two things has to be true. Then, either the head coach wasn't telling the truth in his post game press conference about when he knew about the injury, or he wasn't told about the injury. Neither of which are acceptable. And getting back to the play call that you brought up, the third and one option left. Short side of the field. Just a bad play call to begin with. Just go north-south. If you knew he was hurt and you still called that play... 
that's irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. Completely irresponsible. Yeah. So to me, that actually supports the idea that Nagy did not know about the injury. And at that point, that play was called on the second drive of the third quarter, but that play call happened at 3.33 left in the third quarter. And it was a option to the left in which you have an unblocked defender. And so the quarterback is supposed to sprint towards that defender and make that defender make a move. And by his own admission, Trubisky said after the game that he didn't do that. He pitched the ball too soon. And he revealed that in response to a direct question on whether or not the hip was preventing him from doing certain things. And that specific play was be, was brought up in the question. That was his response. That he didn't make the run and he pitched it too soon. I, that tells me he was hurt. And that's why he didn't run. Yep. And I asked Nagy the same question. And he said, well, he, he didn't think that that affected him and he had to go back and find out when the injury occurred. He seemed to genuinely not know. Yeah. Which is a problem. I think we should play Mitch. Should we play Mitch first? Yes, play Mitch first. So you want to go Nagy first? I guess it doesn't matter. I just think it's... I think it would help everybody who's listening right now to get a, get a better grasp of the the disconnect yeah. between QB and coach. So, okay, well then if we're going to do that, then let's play them in the order they occurred. Okay. So Nagy first, and then Mitch after that, because this is how it was revealed to us or, or you know explained to us after the game. So... Here's the head coach, Matt Nagy, after the Bears debacle in L.A. All right, as far as getting started here, um, obviously a disappointing loss for us. We, we, uh, it's a game that uh, you know, had nothing to do with effort. Our guys played hard, but just uh, you know, in the end, seven points isn't enough. You've got to score more points than that to, uh, to win, and, and we didn't do that tonight. Matt, what was the decision at the end to go yeah, it was all based off of uh, he just wasn't feeling right. His, his hip was was hurting him. We knew it a few series earlier um, that that something wasn't right. We we, we watched him kind of just to keep an eye on him and see how it was. And I had to pull him aside and talk to him and just ask him and say exactly that I needed we needed him to be honest with us and and uh, you know trying to play through that is what he was doing. And at the same time, it was affecting a little bit of how he was able to throw. And I just don't like I don't like I don't want to put him at more risk and and I. I also don't want to affect how how the play is for the team. You never saw him go in the tent. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he just had a he had an earlier deal where he landed on it, and it just uh, he was playing through it, you know. And then so I, uh, Coach Rags, our quarterback coach, he he uh, he mentioned to me that we, we got to keep an eye on him, and so that's that's what uh, that's what I started doing. And we kept an eye on him, and then I kept I had I think it was probably one or two series that uh, that he went through with it, and then I finally pulled him aside. I said, "Listen, here's the deal: uh, we got to know, and you got to be honest with us as to where you're at." And and that's it was hard for him to say that. It was really hard, but he, he told me exactly how he felt, and then I made the decision to, you know, to, to put Chase in there at that time. Yeah, no, it, 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 it didn't matter. Yeah, same same decision. Yeah, yep. 
Yep. Matt, third quarter, fourth quarter on the injury. Say that again. Uh, it just for I got to find out more because I didn't I didn't find out the details yet from him exactly the the play that it happened, um, but I just know that it was affecting him and, and he, he he wasn't he wasn't saying anything to me he was playing through it you know so I'll find out more later. I know we haven't had an opportunity to watch the film of course but can you can you break down any positives? From the offensive side of the ball, please. Well, we had to we had to drive there uh, to start the third quarter, which I thought was you know we were effective and we made plays and we, we got first downs. We 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 uh, we had good first down uh, execution early on in the first half. Uh, you know we, we just we were trying to get the run game going just a little bit and 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 it takes time, but we just weren't churning out the the yards on on uh, on first and second down in in the run game and and that's a credit to them. That's a good you know they're a good defense and so. Um, you know, it was good. That was probably the one good drive that we had, and, and but we need more of those. Matt, did you feel the need to not tell your team that Mitchell's bench that he was taken out for an injury? What do you mean? Like just to let them know, hey. Oh no, no, no! I didn't. I didn't get into it. It just. It all happened. Like you know, you're, we're trying to prep for two minute at the end to try to go down, and so we didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even say one word to the to the uh, the guys. No, when they see Chase warming up, they they just figure something's up. He's been playing with the shoulder. He's had the shoulder problem. Yeah. Now the hip. Yeah. Where's your concern level about maybe going forward here? Right. I don't know. We'll have to find out more here. There, there is. I mean, you, you want to see. We have to see how serious it is. Number one, and and so we'll do that here when we get back. And find out exactly where he's at, but I just appreciate Mitch's uh, his toughness. You know, I mean, uh, you, you appreciate that the kid did not want to come out, but at the same time, we we had to know exactly what was going on. What did you notice in his throwing? What did you notice in his throwing? Uh, I think I noticed a little bit throwing to the left, like with his hip when he was trying to open his hip to throw. That's when you could feel it, and he ended up when when what we felt, and I think what you're going to see is he started throwing with all arm and not a lot of legs and your your torque with your hips, and that that's what that's what we felt. Yeah, I mean, we, we're so focused right now on, on just uh, trying to trying to win and get better this next week. I mean, we, we have we understand that uh, you know there's so many. The only thing we can control is us. So we just gotta we gotta focus on next week and and uh, that's you know number one. My, I thought the defense played really well tonight, and then you know again towards the end they're out there on the field a while, and we ju- we just got to score more than seven points. Matt, what yeah. went into your decision to not kick the field goal in the first quarter? And you know when Eddie misses the man, the first one's that. Um. Yeah, there, there's some times in there when, you know, well, we, we missed two tonight. So some of that is exactly where you're at. And it's just it's kind of a feel of where, where you think you are um, field position-wise and, and then the play, the play that you have. So that was just the route we went. And, um, you know, we, we want to be able to make those field goals. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, well, you you want to see field goals made. I mean, it's we all we all want to see that. He knows that. So we gotta again. Um, if you're in a game like this, and it's a defensive battle, and points are at a premium. You want to be able to to make those kicks. And and I kind of look at it too. To start the game, we've been struggling with with drives getting going, and we finally got a couple first downs. And now, you know, it might not sound great, but we we're in position to kick a field goal to start the game, and we missed it. And it's just you know those are the ones that I'd really wish we could have. What's that? No, no. I mean, no, no. That that's again. We we uh, for us, we just we, we look at at us, and and I, I think with Eddie, he's just he knows he's got to make those. Yeah, you had that one third and short where you ran an option. Yeah. To the left. What was supposed to happen? Yeah. No, it was. Uh, 
Well, what was supposed to happen was we were supposed to get the get the first. We did, and it was a good play by them. We had a kill on the play, um, but Mitch made the right decision. And sometimes you you have those plays. That that's certainly one that I look back at it, you know, and wish that that we could have back. There's a couple of those per game, but those guys did everything we asked them to. I don't think so. I, I got to find out more details as to the when part, and then see if it. But for the most part, I think that uh, I don't think that affected it. Another third and one uh, later in the second half, where it looked like you spread it out, and you wanted to read and just had it through the crowd. Yeah. What happened on that play? Yeah, I could. I was blocked. I couldn't see from up top, so I got. I got. I think they jumped the flat. So, but that was one too that I was keeping an eye on with him rolling to the left with throw, with his hip, and he dirted it. So I. I. It was hard for. I don't know. I got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to throw to the flat. Matt, when you have so many of these games lately where you want it to be the turning point, and it is not. Mm-hmm. How do you absorb uh, the reality of where you're at in this season now? Yeah, it, it's been it's been challenging. Uh, you know, because we just these type of games, these close games, we want to come out on top, and and we we, we haven't done that. I I really look just in general, just offensively. I, I I know that we have the pieces and and everything, and we just we haven't had that one game where it's just been four quarters of just um, fireworks. You know, it just hasn't happened. So uh, we as a team, this this is where we'll get truly tested uh, when we get back into the facility and and uh, and see where guys are at. Are you at this point questioning some of the things that you thought coming into the? Season? No, I'm not. No, I, I have ultimate trust in our guys, and and they're they're fighters, and they care, and um, you know they they're, they're we're all in this for the right reason. So I, I know that they got uh, everything that they're you know they work so hard, and it's just it's tough. You know, we're just we're going through one of those uh, those tough deals, and so we want to we want to uh, try to be better. Say that again. Can you clarify as to when you started to watch which is it? When I did or what? Yeah, when you started. Yeah, uh, it was probably uh, two series before we actually did it, right in that area, just to keep an eye on them. So, and I'm trying, you know, we're we're rolling with personnel and moving in and out, and so I'm trying, I'm asking too to keep for guys to keep an eye on them, coaches, coaches. Again, I, I, I think so, but I, I'm telling you, I haven't even talked to him yet. So I, I've not talked. I've literally I said a quick note to the team, and I'm in here with you all, and so I haven't talked. I haven't done any of that. What, what, is it, what stood out to you about the receivers tonight and just how everything was synced up in the past? Yeah, um, I thought that... Uh, I thought that at times we could have been a little bit better there at that position, but at, they, there, there's a lot that goes into it, and there's there's sometimes too that they make good plays. Uh, you know, Ramsey made a good play on that third down to Taylor Gabriel, where Taylor brought it in as he was coming down to bring it in. They knocked it out. So sometimes there's good players that make better plays, and and uh, again, I don't ever question their effort. I love our guys. I love how they fight and how they battle, and it's just one of those uh, one of those games for us. Did you see, did you see drops from that group there, he had, he had the one, but again, we I, I feel like in, in those situations we haven't had many of those, so it's hard to criticize guys, especially a guy like A. Rob. I mean, he normally comes down with those. What do you, what do you think um, defensively of the, the two turnovers you had in the first half, um, the way that possibly you just sparked? Yeah. Well, right. That's the sudden change. That that's where you know you, you get the sudden change and you, you get the the interception. You get the fumble early on. You got to you got to turn that into touchdowns, right? You have to. And then then you go ahead. You jump up fourteen to nothing, and now you're playing. We just haven't done that. And that's where I think uh, um, you know I, we we just all got to try to figure out w- what's the why behind it. Well, here we are, you know, into whatever week, and um, you know that that's the part where the, that's the challenge as me of a leader is making sure that we we dig into that. Thanks, All right, thank you. So you hear me there. 
two minutes before Nagy walks off uh, the podium there, asking for clarification as to, to when he knew. I thought immediately during, as he spoke and he gave his answers, that things seemed just out of sorts. I needed clarification. Like, when did you know that he was hurt? A few series before. A few series before. or That's when he started watching him to see how hurt he was. Um, then he specifically mentioned the the third down, third and one, the incompletion to Taylor Gabriel that looked like they wanted to hit Tariq Cohen right away. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good, my friend. There, There's a lot of questions, man. A lot of questions still left to be answered there. So in the time period between when Nagy talked and before Trubisky started talking, a member of the media said to me as we were waiting for other players, this is starting to really have a Trubisky or uh, a Mark Tressman feel. And I have been downplaying that and still think that's a little bit of an overreaction because I still do think Nagy has the, the locker room. I don't think that there's a... Um, any mutinies forming right now. But I will say that this this disconnect after the game with the injury and we're only a couple weeks removed from the you know the which hash mark they're going to be at kneeling before the field goal that you miss. I mean there, again, there are some similarities here. And this this does feel this does for the first time to me feel like there's some incompetence here because I, I it's a strong word my friend but how in the world the head coach doesn't know that the starting quarterback is being evaluated for an injury that is clearly affecting his play yeah and he's admitting that once he found out about it he was watching the quarterback closely and saw that it was a asking f- his coaches to watch it closely and if you listen to Nagy in there, he specifically mentioned throwing to the left, that he yeah. couldn't get his hips through, and he was throwing with his arms. Arms only, which is something you're here, Trubisky here in a second talk about. And again, I get back to, I don't know how in the world that option could be called if he knew his quarterback was playing hurt. And the quarterback says he was evaluated at halftime. I mean, this is to me, this is bad. I, I, that's that's inexcusable. Wherever the communication breakdown happens, whether it's the quarterbacks trying to hold, it's one thing of the quarterbacks not telling anyone about an injury. That ha- that could happen. Mitch gets Which hurt. Is what he said, he we should play him. That's what he said. Yes, but then, but he also says he was evaluated at halftime. Yeah. So somebody knew what was going on. Now maybe Mitch wasn't being completely truthful. And he has reason because he knows at this point that his job is on the line. Yeah. Anyway, here he is, Mitchell Trubisky. Listen to him yourself here, the quarterback on his injury after the game. Just it was something in the second half and one of the hits I took got evaluated at halftime. Something in the hip region where. I was just trying to keep it loose the second half and be able to make plays for my team. And um, I just kept getting tighter and tighter um, in the hip region. And I just couldn't move around like I wanted to. And um, 
and uh, and I was just thrown with a lot of arm, and I was trying to make plays and, and stay stay on the field and fight through, and just just disappointed I couldn't finish the game out. It, it was one of the last drives, the second half. So just just try to second quarter. So just try to try to keep it loose and just kept getting tighter and tighter and is really preventing me to 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 play my game and just you know, it's frustrating. Mitch, how difficult was it to have that conversation with Matt on the sidelines and then make that decision that you had to come to? Yeah, it was very difficult. I really wasn't saying much. Um I, they just decided uh, the shape I was in. I just couldn't help the team the way I wanted to, and so it's it's super disappointing. And just gotta see what it is. Monitor this next couple, next couple of days, and hopefully it doesn't prevent me from from being out next week. And um, it it just sucks. I wish I could just finish out with my guys, but um, uh, they they made a call that they felt was best for the team. You, you got to support that, and just got to be a hundred percent to to be out there with your team. And I just couldn't do that. You're right. Matt talked about some throws to your left, maybe um, you tell that you can pull it off a little bit, and it's a lot of work. Is that also what you felt like? How did it affect your team? Yeah, I was just some of. The, just just all arm second half pretty much so just trying to fight through the pain and um, try to make the throws I felt like I was still putting the ball in, in, in some pretty good spots and you know, just couldn't move around or couldn't buy time and just throwing with a lot of arm so it, it affected the accuracy a little bit How long did it take you to sort of realize that this wasn't something that you were able to sort of keep warm and what that could be? Um, I it, it just kept getting tighter and tighter, so I felt like I could keep, keep fighting through it. And but it, it, it just, just didn't—they didn't let me finish it out. What did Matt say to you when his arm around you? Um, uh, I, I don't remember much, honestly. I was just super frustrated and disappointed. Um, the, I, I just wanted to finish the game and and try to do what I could for my team, and uh, I just I just couldn't really remember much, honestly. Mitch, with the high hopes coming up last year's playoffs, uh, you're four and six now. Where do you see things? How, how tough a hole are you in? Yeah, it's tough. Didn't tonight didn't go the way we wanted to. Um, just got to keep fighting, battling, and and try to bounce back in this next week. Mitch, how much hope did you take from that first drive of the second half, where you were able to get down into the end zone that you could fight through it? Yeah. The, that definitely gave me some confidence, and the O-line did a great job just allowing me to sit back there, and I didn't really have to move around on that drive and just dink and dunk down the field, and the receivers got open, and, and Tariq made a great play on that uh, on that back shoulder route to score. Um, so I just felt like I could keep keep doing that, and that's why I was kept going. So the O-line just allowed me to stay back there, and, and, I, and I didn't have to move much. Do you remember the play that it was that happened? Um, the I knew it was on the last last drive before the second half. Um, that's all I remember. You played through the shoulder. You never talked about the shoulder injury this year. How you got the hip? I mean, how, how concerned are you that that you're going to have to take a step back here at some point, not be able to play? I'm sorry. I mean, you've played with a lot of stuff this year. You've been hurt. You had your shoulder hurt. Now your hips hurt. I know you want to play. Is it concerning that maybe you won't be able to play? I'll take the decision out of your hands going forward here. Yeah, it's um. 
it's definitely tough. You just want to be out there with your team, but if if you're not 100, percent you can't help the team. I'm, I'm not doing the team any favors if I'm not able to run around or or throw the ball with accuracy because I'm, I'm thrown with all arm. So you just got to be smart from that factor. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fight as long as I can to try to be out there with my guys and and hopefully it's something that doesn't prevent me from from being out. So I'm just gotta evaluate the next couple of days and hopefully it bounces back quick. On the option, I, I should have attacked the DN a little more and, and pitched the ball. I, pit, I pitched it too early, which is why they uh, made the play, and I don't really remember the second one. Sorry. What were you communicating last one about the injury? Was it just through Coach McGone? Uh, Matt saying right out the report for it? Yeah, I just... I just I really wasn't telling anyone. Just try to keep keep fighting through it and and and, and try to stay on the field. So, thanks everybody. Thank you. To me, I wrote this in my column for the Athletic. He sounded like a quarterback who was benched, not hurt. If he was playing well through his injury, which he did at one point in the third quarter, he was exceptional in that drive, their first drive of the third quarter. Great touchdown pass to Tariq Cohen. Great pass over the middle to Anthony Miller. If he continued that way, he knows he'd still be playing. We've seen quarterbacks fight through all sorts of injuries. Play through injuries. He's not on crutches. He knows if he was playing well, he'd still be playing. He would have finished that game. So there are some benching factors, I think, in this decision. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I also don't understand bringing in Chase Daniel then into a 10-point. I mean, technically the game wasn't over. You're bringing in a quarterback cold off the bench. And that looked ugly, by the way, if we're going to be honest. When Chase came in? Yeah. Well, it was real ugly. So that's kind of like waving the white flag. And this season. Yeah. This game was important. All this national stuff you were watching about amazing comebacks and stuff like that. You got the Giants and the Matthew Staffordless Lions at Thanksgiving after this game. This was an important game for that run that you were talking about. You didn't get it. Lots of digest here, man. Yeah, there is. Um, and there's, you know, a ton of other things from this football game, too. I mean, it's not just this controversy over the injury. Um, you don't have a good kicker right now. Which matters less if you're not a good team. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I almost mean, if you think about it, how different would this game have been if he makes that, was it 48 yarder to yeah. open that game? They're moving the ball couple completions. David Montgomery opening the flat. Swing pass. Down the field. Big gain. Trubisky's feeling good. Shank. Nagy decides not to kick one later. 49-yarder. Which, if he makes the first, he probably opts to kick the second. Yes. Yes. And if he makes the first, I mean, there's no way to know, but you could argue he makes the second. I mean, even if you ended up with those three drives ending in field goals... Nine points. It's still nine. You're up nine nothing. Yes. And you also had that throw 
for Mitch Trubisky. Um, I think to that, Taylor Gabriel in fourth and nine. Well, there was that, but I was also the the one that Anthony Miller downfield that was broken up. I think, uh, oh, that he missed. Yeah, tremendous play. I I actually thought that ball was thrown accurately. Some people have said it was underthrown. I thought it was just a. Nut. Sometimes the other team makes a better play. Yeah, you can look at it both ways. The ball could have been better, but it was still a hell of a play. That's how I made note of it. Yeah. Heck, Allen Robinson had a drop today. Slant. Right in the arms. Things are just massively out of sync on this offense. I think man. realistically we could say, though, that the Bears had a chance to be up 13 nothing in the first quarter. Give them two field goals and that touchdown to Anthony Miller. It could have been a touchdown because he was going to have was a gone. lot of yeah, room yeah, to run. Yeah. Good teams probably are up 13 nothing. The problem is this Bears team is not good. They keep telling us they're good. Anthony Miller said after the game. They're the better team, yeah. They were the better team. Um, better teams don't play that way. Here's the problem. Better teams don't keep finding new ways to lose. That's the thing. The Rams did not look like a good team. No. They kept trying to give the game to the Bears. Yeah. Was it you who asked me how many teams the the Rams would have won? Was that you? Somebody asked no, me that. No. How many... How many teams would the Rams have beat playing like this today? Playing like that tonight. Jared Goff only attempted like 18 passes today. I think they probably would have beaten the Dolphins, the Redskins, <laughs> maybe the Jets, maybe the Bengals. Maybe the Giants. Well, definitely the Bengals. And, and, and is that it? I mean, most of the league, the Rams would have lost tonight. I know they had that one overturned touchdown, and Cooper Cup almost got in. On that, down to the one. But just in terms of statistically speaking, this was the winning stat line for Jared Goff today. 11 for 18, 173 yards, one interception, and a 69.9 passer rating. He won with that. Yeah. Hey, it's like last year when Mitch beat the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. That was his worst game of the year. Yeah. (laughs) They found a way to win. I didn't think this game was going to be pretty tonight. I thought it was going to be an ugly game. You know, neither offense was going to look good. That's how it played out. But there was just so many missed opportunities for this Bears team that in a game they had to have, they just left it out there on the field. And I think it's also completely fair, and we need to point this out. Trubisky played okay. He had moments in this game where he was fine. Yeah. I actually thought he made some throws. And he got zero help. This offensive line needs to be upgraded in the offseason. There needs to be changes. You you need to invest more in this offensive line. Yeah. To give your quarterback yeah. a chance. Yeah. And then the wide receivers, they looked poorly coached today. You got more issues with running the right routes, the timing of routes drops they're spreading like crazy now Allen Robinson's dropping passes what Nagy use what word did he use earlier in the year or just not, not earlier in the year recently contagious yeah bad play is contagious there's no playmaker there's one well there's been one Allen Robinson but when he's taken out by Jalen Ramsey for most of this game and like he was against the Eagles I mean, that's the difference between him being... He's still not making plays at Cooper Cup. Can I just throw that right. out there? Yeah. 
Cooper Cup's out there by himself tonight. The Rams didn't have Robert Woods. Or Brandon Cooks. Surprising scratch Robert Woods tonight with personal issues. And Cooper Cups com- comes out and makes Jared Goff's night with that stat line. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> he did 50 yards accounting for a lot of that passing yardage. Yeah. Ugly game, man. Ugly season. And apparently no kicker tryouts this week. Oh, come on. According to Matt Nagy. Now, that was a bit tongue-in-cheek. Well, I don't think it was tongue-in-cheek. I think it was dead serious. The problem is he's not the one who gets to make that call. Yeah. He's not the general manager. No, but he gets No, he's got a part in that decision-making <laughs> process. There is definitely going to be kickers at Hallis Hall out in the cold on Tuesday. They sh- there should be. Yes, though, absolutely. There, I'd be stunned if they're not. There absolutely should be. The Bears gave up a draft pick for this guy, Eddie Pinero. Oh yeah, that's right. You had a good weekend, by the way. Let me just point that out. You were you were uh, correct in pointing out Eddie Pinero's struggles. You, um, I think, called Roquan Smith's interception. I think you did. I can't remember. I don't don't remember that, but I'll take. You definitely brought up how he had one last year against. I'll take credit for it. Okay, that that counts. He did. Okay, I think I I remember doing that. And you nailed that. Colin Kaepernick was gonna call the NFL. Oh, he had to do that. He had to do that. I also picked the uh, Ravens over the Texans. Me too. I did do that. Yes, I'm on the Ravens bandwagon. I don't know that Colin Kaepernick helped himself though. No. I agree with the way it was going. I'm not surprised they made that move. So I'm not disagreeing with well, the move. Talking I just, about, I don't like, know that he helped. Talking himself. about like communication. We're talking about Nagy and Trubisky. There needed to be communication in all sorts of different levels uh, with was, that Callan Kaepernick situation. It was botched from the from start. the NFL to the the media getting involved. To apparently, Nike's involved. I don't even know what we're talking about this right now. But the Bears have a quarterback quandary, and they need to fix it. They could use a Colin Kaepernick, arguably. I don't know about it's not right to happen right now. Right now, I don't know if anyone's going to sign him. Uh, but I think the conclusion on the Bears is that they did have a pro scout go there for the workout, but then once it got moved, there was 25 teams that were there Yes, at the Falcons facility, and then only eight made it to the high school where the workout got moved to. Which was an hour away, apparently. And the Bears did not make it there. Yes. So the reasoning, don't know. You know, I think some of it, whether it's the Bears or other teams, the, the reasons probably stretch from travel arrangements and flights that were booked to go to other places because these pro pro scouts need to be at games on Sunday. And then I think also when you talk about the communication issues, the confusion that was going on. Yeah. I'm sure there's some teams that are like, well, do we... St-? It goes back to the, per- the permission I was talking about. Well, now it's not an NFL-sanctioned thing. Do we still have permission to go? Should I go? How does this work? The Bears could have been in the air while this was happening. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Pace could have been... I don't know the timing but of their flight, but I have a feeling they were on the air and yeah, no, brought to no, L.A. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Well, I'll say this. Matt Nagy has quite the firestorm to put out around his quarterback. I don't know if his quarterback can emerge from this said firestorm. I think, judging by his... Since we're here, judging by his body language, seeing how down he was and... 
The Bears are, are facing quite the decision this offseason at quarterback. I think it's safe to say there will be changes coming. I do think Mr. Bisky will still be here, but there's going to be an open competition, I predict, for the starting quarterback job of the Chicago Bears. What, what's interesting is there's six games, and we can end on this, there's six games left in this season. Depending on the severity of this hip injury, he's now playing with a hip and a shoulder. A shoulder that probably needs to be surgically repaired. Yeah. You could argue that you should just shut him down now. Get the stuff taken care of and get him, you know, jumpstart his offseason right now. If that's the case, he ends the 2019 season on an incredibly tough note. Very low note. With essentially just one good game to account for in a season with very high expectations. And that's your sample size for 2019. You don't get the last six games to evaluate. You have to make your decisions now off of this. And the deci- the, the, the evaluation right now is you 100% have to bring in serious competition. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say this. That will be my thought, final thought for this podcast. I don't know what he could have could do over the next six games, not only to change the minds of some of the the, the brass members of the Bears, but to, to win back this fan base. Yeah. And that's part of it now. We're talking about confidence, charisma, and, and things that are intangible. Things are not right right now with the Bears offense, and that starts with him. It's all off right now. I don't know what he could do over the next six weeks. I don't care who they play. They could fix or, or change the minds of some people. Yeah. What I will say is... Uh, Unless, I don't know, maybe if you lose to the Giants next week in embarrassing fashion, things start to change. I I still don't see a scenario in which there's major changes at the top here. I think Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy are going to get the opportunity to fix what's broken. Now, we may end up looking back on that in a couple years as a mistake. I don't know. Or maybe it'll be the good call. But I still think that the belief in that locker room, Nagy still has the locker room. So I do not expect major changes. But there is a long list of things that do need to be fixed. I think you look at assistant coaches. You look at the quarterback. You look at the offensive line. You look at the wide receivers. You have no tight ends. Defensively, there's going to be changes. You got some free agents. You got guys that you got to decide to pay that maybe have taken steps back this year. There are some really, really tough decisions. And and by the way, when you start talking about the cap and guys that need to be paid, there's only so much money you can spend at the quarterback position. But you also can't just rely on Mitch. No. Hey, speaking of hip injuries, maybe uh, Tua Tungo-Vailoa's injury pushes him into the second round. Nah, I don't like Tua anyway. (laughs) (laughs) If Tua's sitting there when the Bears are picking... Take him. You got to. Yeah. I have my doubts about him, too. But if he's still there, you have to do that. Hipgate. Hipgate. Come to Hipgate. 
I'm going to bed. I know. You're calling it. You're like, I'm done. <laughs> you're so like, tired. I'm out. I got to get up in four hours for a flight. Yeah, so do I. And a television hit. And it'll be dark. All right. Uh, we're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. Read us, WGNRadio.com. The Athletic, it's all up there for you to read, to listen to. We appreciate you listening. Subscribe. We saw some of our podcast listeners out tonight at the L.A. Coliseum. I ran into one in the bathroom. You did? Yeah, here in the Renaissance. We've had some good bathroom Thank you for listening, yes. Lately. Yeah, that was here at the hotel. Yes. So you guys are everywhere. We appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you for listening. You're popping out of bathroom yes. stalls. Yes, yes. They saw me washing my hands, yes. so they know I get good hygiene. You're out here in L.A. We appreciate it. Uh, win or lose, we're here for you. And uh, you guys keep the passion going. I don't know how you do it <laughs> with this team right now. It's pretty impressive, but... Uh, We'll, we'll bring it all the way home for you this season, as, as tough as it has been. This Bears team uh, still has six games to go, and we'll be there for it. So keep following us, keep reading us, keep listening. Please rate and review the podcast. We appreciate you doing that. We will talk to you on Tuesday on the Athletic Bears-Giants. Get excited. <laughs> See ya. What else? Go ahead. I'm listening.